When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Friends, welcome to WrestleBuddies Game Thoughts Wrestling Podcast, both wrestling, friendship, and wrestling with friendship. Heroism, hunting, hiking. I am 40 for 40, Matt Elfring. With me, as always, 40 for 40, Dark Order member, Chris Hayner. I have no idea what my levels are. Oh, man. Check one, two, one, two, check, check. Okay, I'm great. Anyway, Chris Hayner, how are you? I'm great, Matt. I am great. Join the Dark Order, you know, joindarkorder.com. Uh, we like to represent in all facets of entertainment, including mm-hmm. podcasting. Welcome uh, no, to um, the No Edit Podcast. Yeah. Uh, so, as we mentioned last week, Wrestle Buddies is no longer presented by GameSpot, presented by Red Ventures. It is now Wrestle Buddies, presented by GameSpot, presented by Fandom, but presented by Triple H. But but no but Triple H is under creative control. Creative control. That's right. That's right. Uh yeah. So we have a new corporate parent this week, and it has been a busy week, I'll say, with meetings and getting things transferred over and figuring out what the heck is going on. Um. So Matt and I are late to the record. We didn't get to watch No Holds Barred yet because also Matt No Holds Barred is hard to find. I owned it on Blu-ray. It was given to me by. Oh, Mike Huang, who was a fan of the Comic Vine Wrestling Podcast, The Endless mm-hmm. Promo. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's he, on. It's available on Blu-ray. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, maybe I'll have to go find No Holds Barred on Blu-ray. So we did not get a chance to watch it regardless. And I'm also watching. I'm trying to if you're keeping up with me on the Twitters and I might do this as a thing on GameSpot. Why not? Uh, I am. Trying- oh, I am not buying it on Blu-ray, Matt. It is seventy dollars. Ooh, I'll figure out a way for you to watch it. I uh, like. Look, I'm. It's. I can. I'll find it somewhere. Yeah. Uh, I am trying to watch every horror movie I can that came out in 2022. Mm. So right now, I've I've watched 17 horror movies that have come out this year. Uh, and actually, Doctor Strange: Multiverse of Madness is considered a horror movie to me in this grand scheme of things. It's still real to you, damn it. It's still so Sam Raimi-ish. Uh, I'm watching Grim Cuddy right now on Hulu as I work, and it is um, middling. Um, I am, as you know, Matt, going to see... Uh, f- first of all, uh, I-, I wish everyone a very merry evil dies tonight, uh, because uh, when this comes out Thursday, you'll be able to go watch Halloween Ends in a movie theater, and I am actually going to watch Halloween Ends in a movie theater tonight when does it come out on peacock do you remember friday oh it's the same day yeah 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 oh oh what Uh, i guess my friday night's gonna be watching that oh man evil dies friday night i have again i have watched so many horror movies uh the past couple of weeks it's been fantastic but i've sat that that is that what's weird is like that is my life most of the year 
Lord Pumpernickel and I are uh, horror heads, if you will. Yeah. And we love watching horror movies all the time. Right now, we're currently on two different TV show binges, though. Uh, when we need to pick me up, Total Divas. We're into mm-hmm. season three now, mm-hmm. but uh, we we spent a lot of time watching uh, the first. We're on the final episode of season one of Scream Queens, a show whose first season I love. Um, I have not seen. I've I've seen like maybe half an episode of season two, and I stopped because I hated it. Um, but we're gonna do that, so that'll be fun. Um, I'm going to see. I've got tickets for a couple of spooky, spooky movies this month in theaters. I'm going to see. Uh, a midnight screening of Rocky Horror Picture Show, uh, Halloween Night, Matt. Halloween Night. We're going to see Halloween, the nice. OG, nice. Uh, which will be really nice in a in a big, grand old movie theater. Um, I have a kid, so I don't mm. get to watch fun stuff like we watched Nightmare Before Christmas recently. Can I be real with you? Yeah, I've never seen it. Nightmare Before Christmas. It's great. I have no interest in it. Okay, that's um, fine. I hate that it takes over the haunted mansion at disneyland okay i find that to be offensive um um i'm sure also, it's great though it also cool. on my list this year chris uh hocus pocus 2 named uh for me personally one of the worst horror movies of the year i would disagree with that i thought hocus pocus 2 was a delight but you hate musicals so mm, it has nothing to do with it being a musical. you hate musicals you hate cute things it's i a, love hocus it's a, pocus it's a, it's, a, it's a decom dude it's a disney channel movie of course you hate it but i love hocus pocus why should it's so the why same do you hate movie the new, well why do you hate the new one because it's the same movie but it's for a different generation, bro. But then, then watch the original. Give that, me something different. Yes, as we know, what kids do is they all just go back and watch old movies. They, yeah, don't. they do. No, they, they don't. Yes, they do. I have then a kid. Why do they remake everything? Cha-ching, cha-ching. That's why they remake Yeah, things. because kids will go watch it. Because kids want it. Kids but don't also care about, just, like, uh, Thackeray Binks. Just do something different. Don't be I mean, the they same did kind movie. of. It's like a, it's a trio of young women. That's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, but I don't know what else I've same. seen recently. The plot is the same. I don't know what else I've seen recently. You've watched The Watcher, correct? Watcher is my, I think, my favorite horror movie this year. Yeah, it's that or like I love X, but I think I like The Watcher more. See, I. <clears throat> For me, if I had to rank my in-theater horror so far this year, mm-hmm. of the three that I could think of on the top of my head, I'm sure there's been more. Pearl is number one. Uh, then probably The Watcher. And then X. Was uh, Edgar Wright's picture this year? Last, last night, night in Soho? Soho. Uh, that, that was thought, last year. I, okay. I th- I, let me double I, check because I I'm, really enjoyed that. No, edit. Uh, that was last year. Okay. Okay. Well, then that one doesn't count. So, yeah. Uh, Deadstream was Watcher. the one I watched on Shutter. fantastic. Isn't there a new uh, WUHV what, or whatever? A new what? Special on Shutter. They released either last Halloween or the Halloween before, like uh, a movie that is posing as an old Halloween TV special. Oh, I don't I don't know if that's come out or. I think I. I think it's coming out at some point. Yeah, it's not out yet. Um, but I would highly recommend just go watch Deadstream. It's a very, it's the most Evil Dead movie since Evil Dead. It's really funny mm-hmm. and it's a really scary at the same time. Okay. Uh, it's about a, like essentially a YouTuber 
who's trying to like spend the night in a whor- a haunted house. Um, and there's actual ghosts and it's very, very, it's very well done. Oh, also been watching uh, Shudder's weekly programming, Queer for Fear and uh, 101 Scariest Moments of All Time. Uh, I think I'm caught up on good. 101 scary, Scariest Moments of I think I'm, I'm not caught up on because I, the screeners ended, so I'll just watch it. Yeah, it's just it, they, they just put up a new episode. I didn't even bother with the screeners because I it's sometimes screeners are difficult to watch on a television. Um, <clears throat> in a computer? No, on a television. Oh, because your name is just blasted on it. Yeah, and also some screening places don't offer apps for like a smart TV. Most of them don't. Some of them do. And I fun have fun fact about our jobs: most of the screeners we have to kind of watch on our computers, which is uh, not the way you're meant to watch television. No, because it's like, I can work here all day, but it's hard to enjoy a TV show or a movie on it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, welcome to the No Edit uh, podcast this week. Yeah, we haven't talked about wrestling for a, a second yet. No idea how long we've been recording either. I've not been keeping track. Uh, so basically, here I'll just break down what we're doing. Uh, we uh, again, sorry, we have not seen a holds barred. I have uh, yet, <laughs> yet for for we haven't rewatched it for the pod. I haven't rewatched it. We'll say I think this year I have not watched it. I don't know if I've ever watched it to be completely honest with you, and Ooh. I'm fine with that. Uh, so instead we're talking extreme rules, which just went down this past weekend. And we're talking about the big news coming out of it, which of course, Matt, tell them what the big news is. The big news is slumber party massacre two on shutter. Go watch it. Uh, the big news is Bray Wyatt. He came back. Bray Wyatt okay, back. I'm downplaying that. I'm super downplaying that because you really are. He Why are came, people tuned into our episode to listen to such a dumb topic? He came back like Bray Wyatt is so good at making like first impressions. Uh, if, well, here's what I'll say. We don't know how much of this was him versus the new creator of long term uh, cre- or director of long term creative. Rob mm-hmm. Fee, who is a new hire at WWE, who is said to be sort of a mastermind behind the cute the the ar game of bray wyatt's return it's been going on for several weeks between bray wyatt's return i'm putting that in air quotes because there's a lot of people saying it was uh no there's a lot of rumors saying it was supposed to be alistair black but he couldn't get out of his contract i don't uh, think that's i don't true. know is that, yeah, alistair, that's black, alistair black wouldn't alistair black wouldn't make sense to me the white he, he's great but he's not a big enough name for that much of an investment yet. But White Rat, Rabbit, wasn't that his indie? No, that was Carrion Cross's name in Lucha oh, Underground. Oh, okay. I apologize. I've got everything mixed up. Fake fan. God. <laughs> I love uh, that. That's a, that's the thing I super love about like the wrestling community and wrestling fans. They'll be like the most gatekeepy a-holes in the world, but they're also like, well, I've never heard of this Japanese wrestler before. Why are we watching him? And it's like, it's Okada they're talking about or something. Yeah. Wrestling fans are fun. The um, anyway, uh, we, I, I, we still don't know the entirety of Bray Wyatt's return. I know he is scheduled to appear on SmackDown. He was not on Raw, but they played another video of him wearing the mask he stole from the set of the black phone. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, I'm very interested. I like that it looks like he's back to being the Swamp Father, Bray Wyatt. I want to just, I just want to jump in and just get a little off track for a second. Like, you did you watch Raw this week? I did. It's great. Yeah, like it's really good. 
Matt, spoilers, I'm currently writing an editorial that's like, man, this is exactly what wrestling needed. Triple H at the lead. Yeah, it's like, hey, we got Brock Lesnar back. And, you're, and for a moment, you're like, oh, I don't want him in the title picture again. No, he's just here to fight Bobby Lashley. Yeah, don't worry to, about he, it. He just also, to, Lashley lost the title. He came to pick a fight with Bibbles Lashles. And that's it. Also, Sami Zayn in the, in the Bloodline stuff is so good. Uh, Matt, I'm really blown away. I love that the the slow burn they're doing between Sammy and Jey Uso. <laughs> yeah. Hey, 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 hey! Ruby, 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 Ruby. The so hey, editor Matt here. My dog barked for like two minutes straight, and I could not get her to stop talking. So this was the no edit podcast, but I I edited out me yelling at my dog and getting her in another room. Um. So it is 1 million percent false advertising. We are a a charade, a charade, a scam, a flim flam, all that. Hey, back to the show. Anyways, Bray Wyatt. So is this part of the podcast right here? I guess I I, Matt yelled at his dog so loud and harshly that I I was afraid. Just so done with dogs barking. (laughs) Uh, so yeah, Bray Wyatt came back. Well, it like, first of all, let's walk through this return because holy cow, the like riddle had just beaten Seth Rollins in the fight pit. Matt, did you enjoy the fight pit? What is, what a, a silly and ridiculous match that I enjoyed for thoroughly. Yeah. It's just a dope match type. Put it in the games. Mm-hmm. Um, so riddles walking up the, the ramp celebrating lights go out. And now, essentially, the epilogue to Extreme Rules begins. Uh, we hear a we hear a voice that is clearly, obviously, definitely Bray Wyatt saying he's got the whole world in his hands, while weird horror music sounds play underneath it. And then the camera would catch, like, "Look, it's Huskus the pig out in the crowd." Except it's not a puppet; it's a person dressed as Huskus, just standing there, staring off in the distance. Lights go out, and he does this for all of the Firefly Funhouse characters, including Sister Abigail and Matt. I believe I read that uh, the, the Sister Abigail mask was actually Brody Lee's Bludgeon Brothers mask. It is one hundred percent Brody Lee's. Like I've watched that shot numerous times so it's it's such a cool nod yeah it's very very cool um and then we also saw like mercy the vulture rambling rabbit sister abigail one other one we didn't see the boss mr man yeah the boss wasn't there the vince puppet wasn't there shock and surprise i know but it it, it essentially amounts oh and we saw the 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 burned fiend head on the commentator's desk like yes. the severed head of the burned fiend just sitting in front of Michael Cole. Well, even the fiend was there in the audience. Too. And then the fiend in the audience. Now, I've seen a lot of speculation and that this was before uh, it was a lot of it, this was before I went to a video of Ray Wyatt in the black phone mask saying like revel in what you are. You know, this is the end, et cetera, et cetera. And he came out with the lantern. Uh, he blew the door off the hinges and literally and then came out with the lantern and then just blew the lantern out and the show is over and it cut to his new logo which is like an upside down death's head moth yes test pattern situation there's lots of speculation matt about what first of all before we get into speculation i apologize for jumping around what do you think of the moment and how it was put together well i'm glad that he wasn't tied to anybody that was really nice. Mm-hmm. It was like Matt Riddle wins, and then Bray Wyatt's like, "I'm gonna fight you." Like that doesn't work for me. Wait, does does Bray Wyatt sound like Captain Lou Albano's Mario? It's actually Wario. 
<laughs> I'm not going to fight you. <laughs> um, I'm glad that, it, yeah, I'm glad it was its own standalone thing. Uh, Bray Wyatt's segments, promos um, are some of the best and most memorable things in WWE for the past, you know, what, eight years, 10 years, however long oh, he's been. Something like that, yeah. It's been a while. Um, it's been a while. Actually, I think it's like 13 years now, maybe. Wow, really? I'm going back to NXT. I don't know. It's the Husky Harris stuff was not memorable. No, no, not at all. Not at all, actually. Uh, so I love what they did there. I love that this uh, we're, we're talking about kind of an evolution of what Bray Wyatt was to who he is now. You know, this is the sixth incarnation of this character of mm-hmm. Bray Wyatt. Sometimes the, <laughs> the characters are a little close to each other. That's fine. Uh, but overall, I love I love the presentation. I love that it kind of kept the audience on their toes. And like, what a way to close out Extreme Rules uh, in quotation marks. The horror show. No, the hor- they didn't. Do, it wasn't called the horror show. I know, year. I know, but but well, it is Halloween season, and like, it, yeah, okay, the horror show at Extreme Rules is that weird pay per view name. Well, I mean, like the horror show was. That's all wrapped around Bray Wyatt. Like the the one year they did, they call it the horror show. Yeah, he had the swamp fight versus Braun Strowman. Wait, what? About, wait, wasn't it an Extreme Rules that he had the fight against? Uh, Randy Orton with the maggots on the the picture of the maggots on the mat, probably the horror. I stupid, <laughs> but anyway, great. It's honestly great. <laughs> but they never did anything else with that. And whatever. I I am super into it. Chris, what did you think? I'm gonna assume the same. Matt, I loved it. Uh, I as as we have discussed endlessly here, I love uh, the presentation of the Bray character in all of its forms. Um, I will say I'm glad he is back as seemingly a version of himself and not just working under the hood as the fiend. Uh, and I and I realized why when like Lord Pumpernickel is a Bray Wyatt super fan, has a collection of Bray Wyatt toys like loves Bray Wyatt Mm -hmm. uh, and had a said something that I hadn't thought about that really dawned on me Uh, as Bray Wyatt Bray Wyatt's a good wrestler yeah as the fiend Bray Wyatt's a great gimmick and he puts on good matches but so much of the matches are the -the over-the-top theatrics of it all and like it's bathed in red light and like it's it's stuff it's stuff piled on top of stuff for the well matches. that's because the the fiend no sells almost everything but that's yes. the character that's not a bad thing it's that we're not talking like the guy that fought antonio noki and just no sold everything right 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 i mean that the, the character of the fiend no sells most of it because he has so much power within him you understand the character. I don't need to explain it to you. Yeah. Person listening. Uh, Bray is different. Bray is a different, a different kind of beast, uh, but he's, ju- I would argue just as powerful, just in a different kind of way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like, I'm very interested in seeing what we, cause like for, for a long time, the Bray promos we got as the fiend were the Firefly Funhouse stuff. Yes. Which I love the Firefly Funhouse stuff, but I'm excited for something different. Um, I know there are a lot of rumors that they're going to build a stable around him. I can see that being cool. I can also see how it would be better to keep him alone. I'm not sure which way I stand more with. I will say if they do build a stable around him, like I've heard the Wyatt six thrown around a lot. um, I would, I would personally uh, prefer, let's say Joe Gacy. Yeah. On more unknown people. Like don't put AJ styles. Don't put Karrion Cross. Don't put anybody 
who's had uh don't put anybody who's had time on the main roster or who is currently on the main roster uh in a regular spot don't drop them in there but you know he can drop in there man alexa bliss t-bar oh t-bar Put T-Bar in there. What else has he got going on except for doing matches on like superstars or main event? Throw in Dominic Djokovic and then Dominic Dijakovic. Dijakovic. Yeah. Uh Joe Gacy. But you have to call him T-Bar. Uh, I would actually say just put Alexa Bliss on no. there. No. no, you don't want her? No, no. Alexa has finally started toning down the, the Bray Wyatt adjacent stuff. Let's keep it that way. Okay. I don't want her back there. That was fun for a minute, and now it's I'm over. I don't want it. I also say just why not get some like more NXT women in there? Throw in like an Indy Hartwell. Throw in, uh, I understand. Here, here's what Saray. I'll say. Like I, I know I'm going, I know that sounds weird, but like throw in get Indy, more NXT Indy, people. Indy makes me sad because Indy Hartwell. I don't want. Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae to see their daughter turn to the dark side like that. They've already lost Austin Theory. Yeah. Like, Indy Hartwell is too precious for that world. Here's the thing. <laughs> no one remembers that. except I for, do. I know, but I mean, no one that watches main roster stuff remembers any of that. But they remember, like, Indy is married to Dexter Loomis. Oh my god, dude, what if Dex ends up in as part of the Wyatt? Here's the thing. I thought about that for a second, like a hot second. I'm like, you know what? Dexter's like kind of having like a cool run on his own right now that I'm really enjoying. All he's doing is choking out the Miz. Yeah, it's great. That that that's it. I need something to come. But he's comedy gimmick at this point. It's it's I don't know. I know. But like he has a look that can easily be also evil there's a bunch of ring of honor guys that are like out of contract and rumored to be going to wwe why not throw one or two of them on get dutch on there man remember dutch from the B- contest of beef big yes, dude get dutch yeah. on there like okay. give some give the rub to some uh, ring of honor guys and that's and i think that's what you need to do i think you bit what if do exactly like look at what being partnered with bray wyatt did for brody lee like he like to to the moon as the kids would say that's right or as cameron grimes would say oh stick cameron grimes with bray what turn cameron grimes dark yeah make him an evil billionaire a screw evil it carmelo hayes billionaire. let's go there oh um, well is it isn't he the north american champion I think, right now? I, like i think he's been trading it with solo sokoa so yeah probably and yeah, then i don't you know have, dude. like just but then you have a stable that can go against the bloodline Maybe yeah. not at first, but like you have a powerful stable. And you know where they can go against the bloodline at, Matt? Uh, SummerSlam next year. No, hold it off for like a year. But then who's going to fight the bloodline in war games? Um, uh, AJ Styles team. There's only three of them. Yeah, for right now there is. With, they're feuding with the Judgment Day. It's actually, you know, it would probably be Judgment Day OC for war games. You, just, you said it wrong. Okay, it's gonna redline. It's so redlined. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um. Anyway, uh, this is all besides the point. We're talking about Bray Wyatt. It, like, it's exciting, dude. It's but just that's exciting. That's we're off on so many tangents because Bray Wyatt returning. There's so many possibilities. Yes. And for the and first, that's, and that's before you even get into like him challenging for the title eventually. 
Yeah, I, I, that's not. I, I would for me. keep him away from the title until it's off of Roman Reigns. For the first time in a long time, a wrestler has joined WWE, and there is just a giant uh, open door of possibilities. Like Luke Gales and Carl Anderson coming back, that's fine, whatever. But immediately, it's like okay, they're going back to the OC. former Wrestle Buddies guests, former Wrestle Buddies, former Wrestle Buddies guests who Carl just Anderson. decided to hang up during the middle of the interview. Uh, Gallows <laughs> to grab his kid. Um, no, he took us in the car with him. We were in the car for a moment. Uh, but there's a lot of returning wrestlers where like they already have kind of a place that's set and there's not there's not a lot of room to grow right now for them. Uh, they kind of have to reestablish themselves with yeah. Ray Wyatt. He's already so far established from when he left that he can come back in and there's just so many places he can go. And for me, the one thing I really hope he does is kind of uplifts the next generation of wrestlers. Well, yeah, because Matt, he came back and just by walking out and blowing out his lantern became the most over person on the roster. Wait, more than Roman Reigns is right now. More than yeah. Sami Zayn is right now. And Sami is, I'd say, the most over besides Bray. Maybe. I know that's a hard, I know I, that's the, when Sammy came out the other uh, on Raw and like the crowd popped huge for him, I'm like, I think he's more over than Roman. Dude, the way Sammy dances to the bloodline theme is my yes. shit. Yeah, I'm sorry. The the two edit. Uh, whatever, I'm I not editing a, that. I just said a curse. Or only got one edit in and it's me yelling at a dog. Did it. Oh, well, there you go. There you go. Anyway, we're very excited about Bray. I don't know. Like we were going to at, at one point, we were just thinking about skipping this week's episode because honestly, there's just a lot going on. But then it turns out like, oh, we just wanted to talk about how cool it was that Bray Wyatt came back, how cool it is. Just the there's the endless possibilities. And I also started thinking about, man, there are so many people now that like I can't wait. Like, Matt, we're going to get, you know, we're going to get Bray Wyatt versus Cody Rhodes. Yeah, that's how do you build? I'm I'm sure there's people that will know the answer to this, but how do you build that? You know, well, you know what I mean by that? I, I know what you mean by it. Like the answer is, I don't care. It's going to be great. I would want time before that happens. Quite a bit of time. Yeah. Well, I think I, yeah, I think I mean, obviously I, I think it's something you build to well, after Cody's clear and back, but also it's two second generation superstars who have their families have close ties to WWE and to the industry. And like, mm -hmm. and they're two very dynamic characters who are uh, fully who are both fully invested in their individual characters mm -hmm. so like i'm i'm very excited for that i it's i mean we're in a, a realm of just there's a lot of dream matches that could be booked i hate the term dream matches so much how about nightmare matches because it's halloween season but i also feel like now that we have like stephanie and then nick Khan and paul levesque in charge they're more willing to work with other companies as well. We've already saw, and this was back at Royal Rumble, so it kind of counts, but doesn't. I mean, we saw Mickey James come in as a, the Knockouts champion. That was cool. That was very, very cool. cool. I feel like there is chances, more chances for that happening. I don't want to use that horrible term that's really dumb because it's stupid, but you know, there's Ring of Honor, there's Impact, there's a lot of other companies. I would have loved on Monday if Billy Gunn had shown up. Like and that could have been worked out. I feel like that's that would have been the one time where it would really have been cool to see Billy Gunn up there with the rest of DX. It didn't happen. Um, I I do think that I 
feel weirdly hopeful about wrestle at WWE mainly right now, more so than I have in years. Yeah. Especially because it's right, it feels fresh again, man. Like, yeah. It feels new. And AEW is um, putting on great matches, but there's just so much weird drama that it's kind of turning me off to it at the moment. Yeah, the, the backstage of it all uh, is like hanging around AEW's neck like an albatross. So I'm hoping we'll get some resolution there soon. In the meantime, I find I'm I'm enjoying Moxley as champion again. Dalton um, Castle is on Dark every other week or so. Dalton Castle's popped up in AEW finally. I yeah, Man, why wasn't he signed as so, like you guys, if you've been listening to this show, I've heard him. We've had him on twice. One of the most entertaining talkers in the business. Absolutely. And a, a really solid worker. I do not know why he doesn't, he just didn't get swooped up immediately by AEW or WWE. I do not understand it. I have high hopes. I have yeah. high hopes. It was great seeing Dalton and the boys on uh, yes. Dynamite a few weeks ago. Right? That was just cool. And seeing them do the the fanning him off the fanning routine, I'm like on national television. This is so fun. I think, and we're getting into AEW talking. That's fine. Uh, I think AEW AEW has kind of gone back a little to embracing kind of silly, not silly, but silly indie stuff, and it's working in their favor. Well, because I also have you know AEW stopped taking itself so seriously when it comes to things like the the win loss streaks and whatnot. Yes. Yeah. Like it, like in, and it, I'm of two minds about it. Or I was like, when we were when they were starting out, I was like, this is what sets us apart. We're like a real sport. And we're like, no, you're not. But like, I understand what you're saying. I like the win loss thing, but I also don't think you should take it that seriously because we all know exactly it's predetermined. But I mean, you got your Orange Cassidy's, you got your Dan Housens. They're not on Dynamite or Rampage as much as I'd like to see them. But them along with like Dalton Castle, the acclaimed are super over, and they're whole thing oh is super God, silly dude it's so silly the acclaimed might be the most over people in aew full stop i'd say top five in wrestling right now as far as over in quotes goes yeah. is the acclaimed are there you know top why says everyone top. loves the acclaimed everyone does how can you not i do oh scissor me daddy <laughs> Oh, scissor me dad. That's my favorite chant of this year. Oh, man, it was so good. Anyway, Bray Wyatt. <laughs> oh, scissor me, Swamp Father. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm really excited. We'll see what happens on Friday, but to see what this Bray Wyatt is, because we've already had that Swamp Father. We've already had the Eater of Worlds after that. We've had the Fiend. I just want him to do some, some of his... Uh, we didn't get him as much during uh, Firefly Funhouse stuff, but like I want to get on, I want to get into some of his like sort of long, almost TED Talk like promos, where he's like telling tales and oh, it's just it's just good. I've been watching some old old like early debut Bray Wyatt clips uh, today, and man, he's a good talker. Yeah, but and that's the thing. It's like where does that character go? next i don't want him going back to swamp father by any means it's great stuff and i super duper love it but he is a wrestler and a person within wrestling that's wonderful at evolving his character yeah and i don't want the mind he's got the mind for it exactly yeah like i love fashion police i don't want dango and tyler breeze coming back as fashion police i you know i i do i'll take it but i don't want it 
I really want Tyler Breeze back. I know, I know Dango's kind of doing his thing in NWA right Dude, now. Dude, Tyler Breeze is like so close. It seems to be so close to coming back. He's doing stuff with up, up, down, down. He's been on the bump, like. And he did an appearance with at New York Comic Con with uh, Xavier and Biggie. Yes. Because Kofi wasn't there. Like, come on. Bring him in as the New Day's intern. That'd be funny. I agree. Anyway, uh, that's it for this week. Yep. We uh, we did it. We will see you guys next week. Um, when things have calmed down for us, we'll probably have watched No Holds Barred. Maybe. Maybe. You never know yeah, what I happens. mean, I will see if I can find it. You got to find it. That's true. Yeah. Okay. Um, Chris, any final words? Yeah. Uh, we're not here. I blew out the lantern. Oh, I see what you did. You there. get it? I, there, it. I don't have a lantern, so I just had to blow at the microphone. No, my, I mean, yeah. See you next week. Know, whatever. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to Russell Buddies. We hope you had at least almost as much fun as we did. Go ahead and rate and review us on the Apple Podcast app. You can email us questions at WrestleBuddies at GameSpot.com or find us over on Twitter at WrestleBuddies. I am at Chris Hayner. He is at I'm Matt Elfring. See you next week. WrestleBuddies is a copywritten GameSpot website podcast. You do not have permission to use anything contained within the episode or you'll be sued by me, Dog Dad Lawyer. I've got a dog named Clarence. He's a beautiful pug.